right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Groobies, welcome back to another episode. This is a ranking episode. Eric and I are going to rank our um, opinions of what the opening <laughs> Scream movie openings are going to be. Because I messed up. Before we jump into that, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button so that you get all of the new and existing content from the HMC Studios. Full disclosure, I only came up with five because I thought this was a top five episode. And then I'm like, wait a minute, there's six. Yeah. So I ranked them like all six. Me too. Because I was like, like, wait, I got to have an honorable mention. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's six of these movies. What are you doing, dude? Yeah. Okay, I thought because, you know, I thought about that. I'm like, wait, does he think it's a top five? No, there's six movies. So Mm. it's just ranking all six. Well, I would have been fine with doing a top five and leaving the one off that's at six because it's not one of my favorite openings. And I think it is is detrimentally worse than the other ones. But we'll get to that. And I forgot to introduce you. I'm so sorry. I am once again, as always, joined by Erica from the Horror Cafe podcast and gaming Hey, we're here. Let's do this. Dude, we're all out of sorts. The problem is, it's not even a problem. It's honestly, it's because we're so juiced from the <laughs> behind the scenes stuff we just recorded for all the patrons out there. They got like over 15 yep. minutes today of exclusive content that only patrons get. It gets posted early. It gets posted late. It's it's crazy. There's some before the episode. There's some <laughs> after the episode. So sometimes I post it before the episode comes out. Sometimes I post it after the episode comes out. Nonetheless, only patrons get it. So that means you... Should stop everything you're doing right now. Hit the pause button. We'll wait. We'll wait right here for you. I promise. If you hit that pause button, go join patron. Listen to some of the exclusive content. Listen to some HMC podcast commentary episodes. We sit down here in my awesome studio. We watch a movie with you, the patrons, and you get to hear... It's like we're sitting there with you, honestly. If I'm being honest... I, when I'm driving down the road, sometimes I'll turn it on and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm sitting <laughs> watching a movie with these three idiots. And you know what? That's a good time. So go do that. When you come back and hit play, we will resume our opening rankings from the Scream movies, right? Correct. So go now. We'll be here. Yes. Hey, welcome back. I'm glad you guys went hey. and joined Patreon. Thank you so much for that. Look at that. Now you got the 15 minute talk. <sighs> I bet they're really, they're, you know what they're excited about? They learned about my new coffee habits. They've learned yeah. about um, the your caffeine. dinner habit. My new dinner habit, yes. They yeah. learned about your humongous gallon jug of coffee to drink every day. <laughs> but you tell people it's just a cup. <laughs> yeah, it's really a gallon. I just carry a gallon jug of coffee. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I've seen people oh, do it. Yes. Like I've, I've, or the truckers oh, wow. do the truckers at the truck, mm. like I'll pull over to get gas. Right. And there's yeah. like pilots and not like a pilot that flies an airplane, but like the pilot gas station. Oh, and okay. there's other gas stations that like you can go in and fill this, fill your thermos thing up, I guess. I don't know. I don't do yeah. this, but I've seen them get out of their truck, do it. Two of those bad boys, dude. They're like mm. double fisted. And I don't know if maybe they peed in one and the other mm. one has coffee, but oh, that's God. a dangerous game to play because what happens if you grab the wrong jug? Oh man, that is nasty. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. a new type of coffee you just made. <laughs> hey, I'm saying trucker life, dude. We, mm. we need them though. You know, they, we need them. They bring our goods to us. They do like Amazon. Mm-hmm. They bring our podcasting equipment. That's true. You know, that's cameras. True. 
I love driving down the highway and there's a big semi next to me. I look over and it's something that I sold and didn't even know it, dude. It's like, I'm like, Hey, I bet that's, yep. That's one of mine. It's like, it's like, really? It's, it's oh, that's cool. It. Just wave at it. You're like, Hey, it's one of my kids. You're like, Hey, yeah. nice to see you in the real world. That's what I do. Actually, what I, the first thing I do is I pull out my phone off my bank account to make sure I got paid for it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Sold by Josh yeah. right there on the side. That's right. That way I can go get my 120 ounce jug of coffee, right? Then I can and, afford it. And then continue trucking. Huh? Mm. Dude, you got the dad jokes. I'll tell you what. I'm here for them, man. I guess. I do have a bone to pick with you, though. I'm not happy. Ooh. Oh, no. Are you oh, ready? Boy. I'm ready. Do you know what I'm going to say? I think so. Oh, what do you think it is? I don't know. Just surprise me. <laughs> What is, where's the Bucky's gear, dude? Oh, that. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you were supposed to come with a shirt oh, and a hat. hat today, dude. That's okay. Next time. I forgot. I'm just kidding. You did a great job. I like the alien shirt, Thanks. even though I'm not an alien fan. Yeah, there's a cat on it. Hold on. Where is it? Why there, is there, there a cat is. on the alien shirt? Oh, he's chasing the cat. Yeah, because there's a cat you. on the ship. In the first one. Oh, there is. I I've, I dislike that movie so much that I've tried to forget about it. It's okay. I'm just I'm kidding. here to remember it for you. That's okay. You and Jess, dude, I can't get away from spaceships and aliens between the two of you. So it's fine. You know, I everybody know. has a thing. Everybody has a thing. Yeah. It's okay. Everybody's thing. It's okay. And my thing just so happens to be Scream movies, which is why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here for this. This was not that hard to do. I could have done mine the other night when we were recording and we decided to do this. I was thinking I could mm-hmm. do mine right now. And I was so confident that I did not write down my list until I sat down here and hit boom, open Zoom, mm. called you on Zoom, and then I wrote it down as as you were fiddling around over there with the, <laughs> with blackout, the, the blackout curtains or whatever you were doing. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure this <laughs> shit out. I, I actually had to watch. I had to look it up really quick before coming on just to be sure i remembered all the endings because there was one i didn't remember a hundred i was like and that's why it's at its spot because it wasn't memorable to me and i was like Mm. oh that's why but everything else i remembered but i needed to watch two of them like as a refresher okay but then the rest i mean one of them in particular i mean that's never going away Mm. that's just a classic it's a classic the classic and then the other two because i saw them recent so i mm. i remembered everything about it so uh i'm i'm ready for this we are ranking openings right yes okay you said opening endings kills, I, right i got very Did i got I say ending you said endings and i was like oh shit which we yeah. can do that i can definitely do Good. that but no no, no openings sorry okay that's all right just kidding i meant to switch it up on you that's fine i mean we could do it i could definitely wing it and go for it oh i forgot to tell you though Ooh. so instead of getting the diet coke i got an unsweetened tea and now i'm worried that this probably has more caffeine than the diet coke did it should say it on there Ooh, that was a nasty gulp wasn't it oh god 77 milligrams of caffeine fuck is it more than coke yes yeah. what, what did they say coke was like 66 or something i think so Wow, I didn't think tea had that much. But yeah, it's like coffee. That they're both these natural occurring (laughs) things with a lot of caffeine, apparently. I love it. Does this have caffeine? This better not have any, right? Usually it'll say caffeine. You can get them with caffeine. Oh, you can. Okay. Let me make sure. 
No, oh I don't think so. Look at us. Okay, we're cool. so old. We're like, oh, no, it's past nine o'clock and I'm drinking the caffeine. Listen, I can have coffee now and still go to bed. Mm. It's okay. I got to that point on vacation. That's part of this whole coffee thing because I'm not drinking and my dad doesn't drink. So he and I were drinking coffee while Abby and my mom were drinking rum. So dad and I Mm. were just like, it'd be like 11 and we'd you want some coffee? Like, yeah. And it's like not a K cup (laughs) establishment. The condos had like a a drip. So yeah, we had made a whole pot. Like we're not going to, we're not going to do go through this whole effort to have a cup of coffee. Like we're just going right. to crush this. Then we were staying until 2am playing cards. The girls still got up at eight and wanted to go to the ocean. So a got lot it. of, a lot of my issues, Erica are self-inflicted. I'm finding this out. That one is definitely self-inflicted, but it kind of sounds fun. It was stay fun. Up late. We had a good you know. time. We had a really good yeah. time. I'm glad we got to do it. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We're going to Tennessee next year with the whole family. So my sister and her family's coming as well. So it's gonna also gonna be a lot of fun. Where in Tennessee? Uh we always go to uh either Sevierville, Pigeon Forge, yeah. or Gatlinburg, like in that whole Me area too. there. Yeah, that's our place, dog. Yeah. Not I've like seen our place, but like my family's yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Sevierville a few times. I love it there. It's so fun. It's nice. It's cool because you're like far away from your far enough away from things to where if you want to go do all the touristy stuff, you can, but if you don't yeah. want to, you can still be out and do hiking or drink on the porch, which is what we like to do. But Oh yeah. I love that. Having coffee in particular in the morning out mm. there. Oh, it's amazing. And reading. Well, as I told you, I didn't get to read very much on my vacation. So I got like, <laughs> I read more the first night I was home than I did the whole week I was gone. So, but that's okay. Uh, they right. I'll save that later. I'll bring that up right for the other one. Um, okay. Yeah, dog. It's okay. Uh, so this was not hard for you to rank these openings. Not too hard. Do you have any yeah. that you could flip flop? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Kind of like when we did, I think when we ranked the movies, there yes. was one that I switched at the last minute before jumping on the episode mm. and I didn't bring up, bring a pen. Of course I could just switch it visually, but I'm like a visual. I need to like scratch it out and be like, yeah, I'm officially switching it. So well, yeah, I tell there's you what, one I can flip flop. If you live closer and we recorded in person, you would have all of these beautiful. Wow. Seth makes fun of it. Cause he says it's our hodgepodge of pens. Cause they're all different. <laughs> and I would all- choose the blue pen. I, I'm a blue pen guy. You're, you're a yeah. gal, but I'm a blue pen as well. See, they like black. Yeah. And there's also a uh, pencil on the table here. It's a... It's a... Number two? Yeah, but it's like some brand. That's like, oh, that's a fancy brand. Ticonderoga is what he says. He has to say it every time he sees it, but... Oh. Nonetheless. I didn't know. All were- mine are solidified. I don't have any flip-floppers. This is, this is the list. Are we ready? You can kick us off. You want me to kick us off? I get to kick us off. Yes. Full disclosure, Jess and I recorded an episode last night um, remote because our scheduling got all out of wax, but wax? Wax? I wax it off? Okay. Wax on, wax off. Wax yes. off. <laughs> um, uh. We <laughs> Our schedule got whacked off and we had to record remote last night. We did a ranking episode, our favorite creature movies. Um, oh, Okay. This is very, very um, similar to our pre-show we did. I don't remember what I was talking about. We were talking about flip-flopping 
And then uh-huh. you said this was a solidified a solidified list. I don't know. Oh, uh, kicking it off. I think I got to kick it off first last night. That's oh, what I okay. was trying. So two episodes in a row, I've gotten to go first. I don't know. That was like, whoo, dude, my brain is fried. <laughs> Coming in at yes. number six, because there's six movies. We just discussed this. We figured it out. We almost screwed up. I almost yeah. screwed up because I did think this was a top five for a short minute. I think you probably already know what this is because I think I gave it away on our Scream movie rankings, if I remember. But my least favorite of the Scream franchise openings and I do honestly believe this is the only semi-bad opening in the entire franchise, Scream 4. Oh, okay. Which hurts me because I love Scream 4. And I wish I had my Scream uh, movie ranking in front of me because I would Mm -hmm. like to see how my openings compare to my rankings of the movies themselves. But I can tell you Scream 4 is at the top of my list for the movies I love. I love all these movies, but that I like uh, in order. And Mm -hmm. But the opening is, in my opinion, the worst in the franchise. Um, and I would say it borders kind of irritating. And here's why. You start off, mm-hmm. Scream is no uh, stranger to putting celebrities in the yeah. movies. You saw Jay and Silent Bob in Scream 3. You've seen it throughout all the movies. They bring celebrities in, whatever is popular at the time. And you saw them do that with Scream 4. Scream 4 was my first Scream movie I ever saw in theaters. Mm-hmm. So excited to see it. They have an opening, and it was basically what they were doing is showing you the openings in the Stab universe, not the Scream universe. You eventually get to the Scream opening, and the problem with this opening is in every Scream movie, the opening has teeth. It's got grit. It's got Scream 1, arguably, uh, you know, one of the greatest openings in horror movie history. Scream 2. Scream 2 scary. Scream 3, you've got Cotton Weary still. The first time they put a main character in an opening scene. Then you get to Scream 4. First time I ever get to see one on the big screen. I'm like, this is going to be so great. And then I go, and it's mm. like, hey, let's have this celebrity. And then at first it was like, okay. And then it cuts to the next set of celebrities. And it's like, okay, it, just, it keeps doing it, and it keeps doing yeah. it. I and mean, by the time you actually get to the actual Scream characters who are... B-roll characters that you don't even need or you don't care about. We don't even know who these are. These characters are. In all honesty, one, you don't know if this is the real opening or if they're going to do it again. And two, you're over it. You're like, give me Sidney Prescott. (laughs) Am I wrong? I mean, for me, it is. (laughs) (laughs) You like it or you don't like it? I actually do like it. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, I don't want to steal your thunder, but... That's okay. (laughs) As a Scream fanatic, I found it so obnoxious. Like, not even even necessarily the first time I saw it. Like, I remember being... I thought, okay, that was clever. And then they did it again. It was like, okay, that was clever. Then you get to the kill. It's on rewatch. On rewatch, I -hmm. skip it. And it is the only part of any Scream movie that I'll skip. I generally skip the opening until it gets to the actual characters. Like I think it's Marnie Got Cooper it. or something is the yeah. actual characters in the kill, uh, in the in the scene that get killed. And again, if if you're gonna do that, you've got all this time that laps between Scream Three and Scream Four. I understand it was clever. It was clever. The rewatchability of it is not great, but it's like. 
again, I'm so annoyed that I'm like, give me Dewey, give me Sydney, give me, and I'm not a huge Gale fan, but give me Gale, like give me somebody, dude. <laughs> like, what is going on here? And then come to find out, these characters aren't important to the overall Scream Four storyline anyway. So for me. Don't take it the wrong way. I love Scream 4. It's one of my favorite Scream movies. I think it's a great movie. I would, if you were to take like my top 50 horror movies, every Scream movie would be in my top 50 horror movies. Like it it, probably in my top 20, if we're being honest, like let's maybe even my top 10, if I'm really feeling like a real jerk that day and I want to piss people (laughs) off, but it would consist of Scream and and Rob Zombie movies. Let's be honest, but so I don't want people to think I don't. I don't want people to take a soundbite from this, like people take soundbites of me. But I don't want somebody to listen to a short period of what I'm saying. Yeah. And be like, oh my god, did you hear Josh just ripping Scream Four? No, I'm ripping seven and a half minutes of Scream Four. The remainder of it is fantastic. The last thing I'm going to say about this, and it's probably the one that I'm most long winded on, except for maybe my top two. All of the other openings aren't like riveting and I again they, I feel like they have teeth and they're important this one is not like it's not it's just yeah. not and even yeah even Scream 6 the opening despite it being different it's important to the storyline and this is it just is. not they just mm-hmm. threw this in in my opinion and put their focus elsewhere which again i love scream fours i don't get me wrong but like i just feel like this was a swing and a miss with the opening number six for me is scream four is it safe to say kind of like when we did the ranking of of all the movies we enjoy all these movies we're just ranking them from not not even saying least enjoyable just like the eh of the bunch because we enjoy all of them it's just this is like the lesser. We still like the movies. It's just so it's kind of like that again because you love Scream Four. It's just the beginning of it didn't do it for you. Yes, didn't do I borderline still love it. I so. love the movie as a whole. Right, I, I hate exactly. the first seven minutes of it. Yes, <laughs> right. So you can nobody can take the sound clip now because <laughs> you yeah. love the movie. I do. I not, love yes, precisely. Yes. yes, you nailed it. Thank you for clearing that up so that people don't think I'm a real. I'm a real jerk. I got you. I got you. <laughs> My number six is actually Scream 3's opening. Because this was the one that I had to look up because I didn't even remember it. Mm. I didn't remember it was Cotton. And yet you brought up a good point that you, you're bringing in a ma- one of the big characters of it. And then he gets killed and his wife or girlfriend, whatever she is. But... I don't know. Like, I didn't feel like I cared enough for that opening to affect me at all. Like, I didn't find it exciting. Like, even when I watched it now, I was like, oh, this is it. I'm like trying to fast forward just to see if something else happened and just to be ready for it. But I was like, okay, whatever. This is a non-event for me, as my mom likes to say. Like, it just didn't do anything for me. And I thought it was the least anticlimactic from the whole series, even though it was Cotton. And like I said, I just don't care about him. I'm like, oh, okay, you're dead. Bye. Mm. Next. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It was just like, it was boring, I guess is the right 
honestly, plain word for me, it was just a boring opening. So I'm sorry, because obviously yours is a little higher than mine. I actually thought you were going to pick Scream 3. I could tell because as I was I was saying what yeah. I before I gave it away, I could see you were like agreeing with me. You were like, yeah, he's going to pick the same thing as me. And then I said it and you were like, oh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> not what I was expecting. <laughs> well, honestly, that is a good segue because my number five is Scream 3. OK, so we can have a conversation about it. So my number five Perfect. is Scream 3. Here's why I disagree with everything you just said. Yep. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> That's why we're here. I think this is a great opening because one, it introduced, it's the first time in the franchise up to that point that they had a main character in the opening because in Scream yeah. 1, Drew Barrymore obviously doesn't make it out of the opening. Scream 2, right. those two characters, um, Jada and Omar Epps, they do not make it out of the opening. Right. Scream 3, you have Cotton Weary, who we know the character from the previous movies. He mm -hmm. also had like that character turn at the end of the second one. So you it, going into that movie, you liked Cotton Weary because he was yeah. supposed to be like a, a heroine at that point, right? Yeah. But what the Scream 3 does and why it is ahead of Scream 4 for me is because it introduces one of the key aspects of scream three and that is that Ghostface has a voice box changer mm. and he can mimic anybody in the movies in the movie's voice because at True. one point he calls cotton's girlfriend and he is pretending to be cotton yeah so it's not just um the Ghostface voice that he, roger l jackson's voice he also has everybody in the movie's voice on that voice box which they make a drastic error, in my opinion, in Scream 3 in the fact that they put Sydney's voice on. Because I, I think at one point mm. he can do Sydney's voice and then he can also do somebody else's voice. Maybe Dewey's. I forget. But it made sense up until that point because it made sense because of who the killer is. It's obviously Roman, who is the movie producer of the new Stab yeah. movie they're making. And he, it, it's realistic to think that he would have the people in the movie's voice, not necessarily Sidney Prescott's voice, right? Right. Yeah. So but anyway, not that's I'm I'm picking at like a <laughs> nitpicking at this point. But for the opening of Scream Three, why I think it is great is because we never we've never seen a main character in the opening and it introduces the voice box, which is critical to the remainder of the movie moving forward. Yeah. So I mean that those are good points. It's just compared to everything else for me, it was just like Okay. That's, you fair. know, it's still not like terrible, obviously. Like, that's why I said we love our movies in this, but it just fell flat for me. But uh, I didn't think of it that way that it is a main character that they include. I think it's, well, no, it's not the only one because Scream 5 has a main character. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you haven't watched them at this point. Dude, so. If you haven't watched these movies and you're listening yeah. to us rank the openings, you're making a tragic mistake. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but honestly, I can see why you would have that one um, where it is. I think for me, like coming off of Scream 2 and liking Cotton, that's why yeah. I... I shouldn't say I liked Cotton. I think I liked the character turn for Cotton because yeah. in all honesty, there's no reason in one and two that we shouldn't have liked him. And then you find out one that he didn't do all the stuff. They say he had went to jail for killing Sydney's mom, etc. Like, yeah, or he didn't actually got off. I think Gail helped get him off, but like, or I think I don't remember. Nonetheless, 
like Cotton was supposed to be a good guy, and it's the first time that we really see a character that we somewhat like in one of those opening scenes. So that, yeah. and I enjoy the voice box. I know there's a lot of people that don't like Scream 3 and think the voice box is ridiculous, but I personally like it. I think it adds another element to Ghostface that he didn't have before. It makes sense they haven't brought it back because, again, it made sense that Roman had it because of his position at the studio, but it wouldn't make sense for, like, Amber to have it, right? So there'd be no reason to bring yeah. it back. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your number, I think it's your oh, turn. Oh, mine, okay. Uh, again, I still like the wall because I know this is going to hurt oh boy. you. My number five is Scream 5. It's top five. <laughs> That's it. End meeting. The episode's over, everybody. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I think I I I think I, I realize the problem. What's I think you're problem? reading your list upside down. I could be. <laughs> I could be. Here I can turn it upside down. Oh, look at that. It's scream four. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> this is where I had the flip flop and I'll explain when we get there but Scream 5's opening is like Scream 1 right I think we even talked about this when we were talking how they mimic each other really well the newer what we think is going to be a trilogy to the original 3 we would say so it just took that and made it modern with a new character talking about the elevated horror. You know how much I love that. I will always say how much I love that part. And yes. switching it to cell phones. Um, but it wasn't enough to make me move it up. Because it is a lot like the first one. And a lot more brutal than the first one. Did I freeze? Uh, you're frozen. Freeze? You're kind of, you're like, you're glitch dancing a little bit. You're back. You're back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I realized. Look, I'm like, oh crap. Even Zoom um, is upset with this pick. I know. It it was hard because I don't I can't even talk that much about it because I feel either here nor there about it that I'm like super impressed. I liked my top four more than this because I just see it as a more modern. Well, I don't know. They're both brutal of this of the first one. Hmm. That's fair. So. <laughs> that's fair I'm not that upset okay because I don't hate it so I didn't call it boring that's like, true that's true Dream three is just I thought the other things had things that I'll point out that impressed me or impacted me more than this one mm. okay that's I mean okay. that's fair what more can you say you thought I was gonna be really upset huh yes <laughs> I was a little hurt more than I'm not I'm not mad I'm just disappointed Ooh, that's worse. <laughs> that is so much worse. You know, I'm going to leave you to think about what you've done, okay? Um, okay, no problem. Oh. <laughs> my number four okay. is Scream 6. Okay. Does that surprise you? No. Did you think I was going to have it higher up or lower? What did you think? I actually did think you would have that higher but yeah. I can see you having Scream 5 higher mm. than 6. But I also thought you would have Scream 3 lower. <laughs> to be fair. That's fair. That's fair. But Scream yeah. 6, so I again, I love the opening of Scream 6. Um, yeah. I like that they change it. 
And again, it unlike Scream 4, it does have some stakes because there are two copycat killers that we see at the beginning and that kind of plays out throughout the rest of the movie up until the end when you find out like where those characters came into play, etc. So I like that. It obviously has one of my favorite horror actors at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Samara Weaving, Grace from Ready or Not. I love her. I think she did a great job. She was goofy. I think you and I talked about that a little bit if she yeah. really acts that way in real life, which I follow her on Instagram and I could see that. But Oh, good. I, I'm I, glad she is. She is. She's out there living <laughs> yeah. her best life. I like that it was different because, again, what, what Radio Silence has done with the last two openings, they've made them their own while also remaining true to what Wes Craven, I think, would have probably been okay with and done um, in his movie. So yeah. the problem with this is I just really enjoy the three that are ahead of it more. So I don't really have anything negative like I did with Scream 4 to say about this opening. Um, I just like the other ones more. And I think that they are more iconic and that's the reason. But again, Scream 6's opening is really good. It drug a little bit once they get to the apartment of the first killer that you see. I thought that drug out a little too long. Which, in listening to some commentary from the directors and stuff, I guess that was actually longer, and they actually shortened it up, which I think was probably a good call, because I think at that point, it got a little long, and I wonder if I... But I I see what they were doing, because they still included all the horror um, references and all of the horror trivia and stuff, and you see the guys are watching Jace Takes Manhattan, the movie's supposed to take place in New York, so there's all this stuff that they did really well with it. It's not a bad opening. I loved it in the theaters. I don't fast forward through it. Um, I don't skip that part when I watch Scream 6. It's just I like the other three openings a little bit more. So for me, number four is Scream 6, and I don't really have anything bad to say about it, to be honest. it's It sets the tone for the movie, and it, you know, it's just unfortunately there are three better ones than Scream 6. I get it. that, And that's where we're at now. Like, I don't have a lot to complain about any of these at this point. It's just picking what affected me more, what I thought was better for just me. So my number four is Scream 4, which is funny because remember Scream 4 for me, the movie was the last one Yes, on our ranking. It was number six. You did not <laughs> like that movie, right? That's a strong word. I just, it was the least favorite of the bunch. I was like, eh, because of Emma Roberts. That's what it was. I have like, yeah, this flip flop with her. She just really like uh, in that movie. So I kind of like kind of and I didn't find the big deal about Kirby, I think, was the other thing. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> I was expecting like something else. So that was that was probably my own fault. But what I liked about Scream 4 was that it was different. I did like that going from one to one to the other. And, it, and I was actually rewatching it now on youtube and it got me like it made me jump twice because i would i forgot where he jumps out so it mm. still affected me and and that in the jump scare which is always fun for me and i like the commentary that they had going on like talking about um sequels and why do they continue all these sequels and they actually talk about saw four um with the first two girls and you know all of its self-awareness was great in the beginning of that movie um, but I can see how on re- rewatching it a lot, it's like, all right, 
it kind of wears off and you're just like, can we get to the story? But I appreciate it, especially coming from how Scream 1, 2, and 3 were. And this one just kind of changed it up and made it. What, what? When did that come out? 2011? Uh, yeah, I think maybe. 20. I think around there. So they're like super modernizing it by talking about now a Facebook. And then they change it to Twitter and the celebrities. And it. I forgot it was Kristen Bell. So I'm like, oh, my God, Anna <laughs> just stabbed someone and said fuck. Uh, yes. <laughs> From Frozen. Like I just poor actress like i only see her as anna now oh dude that's hilarious because you said that and i thought you met anna paquin who is the girl she stabs and i'm like wait Kristen bell stabs no. anna paquin like anna paquin doesn't stab Kristen bell i got no. you you're talking about the frozen yeah. character the frozen anna so it's like oh you don't like chocolate and sandwiches you're stabbing this girl and she's saying pissed. fuck cool yep. <laughs> yep she's pissed and lucy hale before her pissed. it was just yeah so that's it. why I enjoyed it. The the commentary I really enjoyed as well. Like, again, it goes back to like the whole Randy and all this, like just talking about how horror movies are and the repetitive of it's just the self-awareness is so amazing in that opening scene for me. Um, So I liked it. Plus, the jump scares got me, which mm. I always enjoy that. Did <laughs> you yell and did you yell and scream in your house while you were watching it? Like, ah! I went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did go, oh. <laughs> I also forgot that in Scream 4, you drastically, um, you I shouldn't say drastically, you went real hard on Kirby because you said she is not Randy. That's I distinctly remember you saying, you yeah. are not Randy. Yeah, like I know she was trying to be, but it just, I don't know. It was too, I felt like she was trying too hard and it was just bothering me the whole movie. I'm like, you're okay. not. But it doesn't bother me with uh, Mindy, right? Yeah, yeah Mindy. Mindy. She's just great at it. I don't know. Maybe it's just her face. I don't know. She just has one of those actors that I'm like, mm, She I'm has a punchable face. Thank you. There you I go. wanted to say that, but I'm like, can I say that? Like, yeah, you can say that. I mean, I don't mind. I said it, right? What, what are you going to She has do? a punchable face. She does. Her and Emma Roberts in this movie have very punchable faces. Mm. I mean, that's the point, at least for Emma <laughs> Roberts. Although that ending with her was pretty epic of her, like, throwing herself around. So good. That's commitment. So good. Commitment. In my opinion, it so is. good. But there's other people it that disagree, good. and that's okay. And that is Okay. So my number four, Scream 4. Ooh, top three. We're in the top three. We need like a video clip that plays. Maybe we could get a podcast on Elm Street to let us use their music news, their news music for our top three. What do you think? I think we could. Mm. It'll fit right in. I think so. I think so. I think so. My number three and I love this opening. I've it's even though it's what here's this is the funny part. This opening is rated very high for me, even though the movie, if you remember back, I believe was not rated that high. So that that probably gives it away. My number three is Scream Two. Okay. I really like this opening. I think it's insane. They have go go to the movie theater because they're watching a stab mm -hmm. movie. It is the stab movie, the original, and you've got Omar Epps, um, and you've got Jada Pinkett Smith, and she yep. hates scary movies. He loves them. Like everybody's running around the theater in ghost face masks. It's crazy, and you get that bathroom scene that I would have to envision at the time scared people 
to no end who were actually going out in public. Cause I was just a kid at that point. Like I wasn't driving anywhere. I wasn't going out doing this. I watched, I had that movie on VHS. So me too, <laughs> but that opening scared me dude. And like, it's like probably a little unrealistic to think that Mickey could stab a knife through a bathroom stall and kill somebody through the ear. But nonetheless, he comes back into the theater with Omar Epps' outfit on, and then that, that just belting scream that Jada gives as she's falling, dying in front of the, the theater because nobody's taking her seriously, and you see her, like, trying to ask for help, and, like, nobody is listening. Everybody's being crazy. as The actual ghost face is just stabbing her as she walks up, and the only way to get everybody's attention is to go to the front of the theater, and she dies right in front of the screen as the stab movie is like playing behind her. So it's like completely iconic. Yep. So well done. Um, I, I just really enjoy this opening. It's rather short in all honesty, although I don't know from a time frame wise, if it's really any shorter than the other ones, but I know like scream one's opening is fairly long as well as the other ones. So if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably the shortest one, but it also packs a punch for being the shortest and probably one of the most from, rememberable in my opinion. So for me, uh, even though this isn't, I'd have to go back and look. I don't really remember if I'm being a hundred percent honest, but I don't think I had this one rated very high. Um, I don't think so. In the rankings. Now I think I gave this thing like a 97% or something like when we rate, when we actually did this movie, but yeah, in terms of the other scream movies in the scream universe, it's um, not, at the top of my favorites list, even though I still love the movie and think it's great. Number three, Scream 2. I'll comment on that soon. Ooh, I'm excited. I can't wait. <gasps> my number three is Scream 6. Oh I, my God, dude. I thought you stopped. I thought you, I thought you just said Scream and I about spit tea everywhere. No. <laughs> I was like, you were like, Scream? And no. I'm like, there's the number. Where's the number? Sorry. Where's Con that number? Sorry. Continue. I did it on purpose for anticipation purposes. So yeah, Scream 6. Um, so th this is the much better version, I believe, of what Scream 4 was doing with that going from one killing to the next, right? Like psyching you out, thinking that, oh my God, this is the beginning. Nope, we're still going, but just better. Like it was done much better. I loved her character at the beginning, the goofiness, and then the, like, why would you go down that dark alley and you're a freaking horror professor and slasher <laughs> specifically? Like, it's just, it, it made me do that. Why are you doing that? Like, it's so great. And then the tricking, you, like, when she was getting stabbed, I'm like, there's no way. Like, really? I can't believe it. And it's, a, she's a celebrity. And then we go to the apartment and then we get that, that it's not really them, that they're copycats and then they get killed. It's just, they just did it better. I do agree that the apartment scene was a little dragged out. I would have liked to see more of her, like more of Samara. I'm, I'm calling her Samara because I don't know what her name in the movie was at this point, but I would have liked to have seen more of her than the apartment scene. Mm. Agreed. If that makes sense. Cause I mean, she's just more enjoyable to watch anyway, but I just like that. I think they just elevated that and then set up the movie perfectly with the uh, watching the Jason in Manhattan, like you said, and uh, it was scary. And that's what I like. I like when these top three to me are scary because they're real life scary. Like 
you could potentially this could happen to somebody if they're that insane. Right. <laughs> like, you know, and it's brutal. Like this opening is brutal. Like it's blood everywhere. Like I think it's the bloodiest one maybe out of everything here. I'd have to like really think it out, but it was just really well done. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> a lot. Sir, but my top two are just, I'm in for this. <laughs> you like them a little bit more, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I do. I had an epiphany, epif, epiphany, whoo, epiphany the other night. And I'm going to run this by you. Tell me if you think I'm crazy, if this is stupid, worst idea ever, but here's where I'm at, okay? Okay. Because I agree with you. I would have rather had more Samara weaving than that apartment scene. So here's my twist. Here's how I would have changed. Here's how I would, in hindsight, 2020, here's how I would change that opening. Yeah. Everything's the same, except for she's walking down the alley, right? She yeah. gets, she's getting stabbed. You find out he's not really stabbing her because the person mm-hmm. takes the mask off. You find out mm-hmm. they actually, this is like they're, they're like into each other. This is like their date. They were like role playing for okay. their date. She, he's still her uh, student. She's still the professor. They can't be seen in public okay. together. So this is like how they're getting their rocks off. Got it. Okay. They go back to the apartment. She doesn't know that he's Richie's friend. She doesn't know anything that's going on. This is just like they go back to his apartment. Yeah. And that's when it starts clicking that, oh, God, these two guys in this part may be the new killers for the movie, right? Ghostface calls. Mm-hmm. The friend doesn't know if it's really the his friend. The or friend. Exactly. Right? Get a shortened version of that, but Samar Weaving's there, right? And she's like kind of... Yeah. Dis- the actual Ghostface kills Samar Weaving and the roommate guy. Yeah. Just like, except Samar Weaving's there. Then you find out the other guy is still in the refrigerator the but i feel like you get more <laughs> samara weaving time it cuts down that kind of drug out scene in the apartment and yeah. it kind of gives a little bit of like a, a more of a twist to it what do you think i like it and you add some like romance ish back in yeah. there some wild romance i guess forbidden hey, love whatever your student whatever see it getting- takes it back to kevin williamson's dawson's creek where pacey witter was banging the teacher I never watched that show. Um, I have them all. I have the box set down there. I'm a nerd, dude. Dang. Yeah, I'm pretty into it, dude. Not anymore. Abby and I tried to rewatch it. Um, I don't like during COVID. We tried to rewatch it, and we would like watch yeah. a couple episodes a night, and we ended up. This is so long, and it got to like, honestly, yeah. the lead up for Dawson's Creek is to when Pacey and Joey leave on the boat. You don't know even know what I'm talking about, do you? Nope. Okay, well, there, never somebody mind. does though. <laughs> there is a scene where mm-hmm. Joey, Joey is the girl, played okay. by oh, um, played by Katie Holmes. Okay, know who she is? Yep. Dawson Leary and Pacey Witter are best friends. They all go to high school together. Okay. And Joey is Dawson's other best friend, and they they're like going through um, you know puberty and like teenage. You know, he so he start he realizes he actually loves her, so they try to date. And then, long story short, he doesn't love her. So da 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 da. Then Pacey kind of likes her, and then they both like her. She likes both of them. So there's a moment in the show where she has to decide between Dawson and Pacey the first time, and that's like once you get up to that, mm. the rest of it's kind of like eh. 
until the very end of it when I don't want are you ever gonna watch it no you can just tell me she has to decide again at the end whether she wants because her and Pacey break up and then okay spoiler she picks Pacey the first the first time and they leave okay they're like together and then at the end uh it comes down to that whole scenario again and it's it was very similar to like the Twilight you know there was like team Edward and there was team yes. Jacob Okay. Well, oh, wow. So this... There was okay. Team Dawson and there was Team Pacey. And I was Got always it. Team Pacey. I liked Pacey Witter. He was one of my favorite characters so much. I If we had a boy, I wanted to name him Pacey. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I'm sure this is streaming somewhere because I've never watched this. I've never mm. watched... Um... It's on Netflix. Okay. I, I don't know. There was a bunch of those shows at the time that I never watched. What is it? There's another one that's one tree uh, hill. Seventh, seventh heaven. Oh, that's never the churchy that. one. You don't want to watch that. One tree, okay. one tree hill is the other one. Did never watched watch that? that either. There we go. So funny story. I was huge Dawson Creek. I'm I am older than Abby, so okay. I was a big Dawson's Creek fan. She was a big One Tree Hill fan. The One Tree Hill set is the old Dawson's Creek set in Wilmington, North Carolina, mm-hmm. where they filmed Dawson's Creek. They also filmed One Tree Hill. So on our one-year wedding anniversary, we went and stayed in Wilmington for a week, and we went to the old Dawson's Creek slash, at the time, One Tree Hill set, and we got to see all of the places they filmed, oh. go through the studio. Screen Gems is there. Um, that's also where they filmed the majority of the Scream movies is through Screen Gems. But, um, yeah. what? It, Very it, nice that you went for your anniversary. Thank you. I got so sunburnt. I'll show you a picture sometime. I got so side sun poisoning. I got so sunburnt to like the first or second day we were there that we had to just hang out in the hotel room for like the next two days while my body like fell yeah. apart. It was terrible. Sunburns are legit. They're bad. It sucked. Dude. We got bad, a, we got attacked yeah. by pigeons. It was really crazy. Um, oh my god. <laughs> what number are we on? Two. Yes, you number two. All right. Me, number two, my number two Scream opening is Scream 5. You nailed it. And here's why. I don't know how you had this thing so high. I've talked about this at length, dude. You probably can, you can probably like regurgitate everything that I'm getting ready to say, but Jen Ortega does a fantastic job. If this opening scene failed, I feel like that movie would fail. Like they had to be so on point with this opening yeah. scene because they mimicked a lot of what happened in Scream One with a more modern take on it. But then you have that twist at the end where she doesn't really die. Right. Other thing is she has to be so on point with how good Drew Barrymore did in the first one without people saying, oh, she's trying to be Drew Barrymore in the first one. So not only does she have to be yeah. Drew Barrymore in the first one, she has to many people think she's not trying to be Drew Barrymore in the first one, along with like the, the updated, more modern version of that scene, mixed with the technology. Because Scream is great at adding new technology to yeah. their movies. They've always done it. Every single movie has either a long, drawn-out speech by either Randy or another character about the new technology, what's going on in horror, etc. She covers all of that. But the other thing about the opening of Scream 5 is, and this is just my opinion, it shows you how brutal Ghostface is going to be moving forward through the rest of the movie. And even though the f- opening scene scream, the original opening scene was brutal. Yeah. I don't feel like it carries on throughout the remainder of that movie. Like it does in scream five. I feel like the scene, the f- opening scene in scream five sets the pace for the remainder of the movie. 
and it had to, and there was so much pressure put on Radio Silence and specifically Jenna Ortega to nail that scene that if, like, it wasn't spot-on perfect, I think it would have been a detriment to the remainder of the movie because I think people would have held that against it. But she crushed it, nailed it, and I, honest to God, believe that scene, that specific scene is what heralded her to what she is now. Like, I feel like she did so well in that scene that it's impossible to overlook her in anything moving forward. And I think that it really helped uh, project her into what she's becoming now and what I think she's going to continue to be, especially after this freaking Beetlejuice movie comes out. Um, oh, yeah. And I think she's she, already there. <laughs> I, I think so, but I think she'll continue to get bigger because she's big to us, yeah. in my opinion, because this is our community. This is what we're into, yeah. is what we love. I think you're going to see her be that in other communities, and I, I hope she doesn't outgrow horror. I hope she's like a Mia Goth where she just loves it, so she stays here. But she's a, she's a bird, Erica. We got to let her flap her wings. We got to let that we little do. dove fly. We do. I mean, I do hope she, like you're saying, stays. Uh, when we get to the in the news, I'll I'll mention like I think she will. Um, I think the move. Not only does it set up how brutal Scream Five is going to be, but I think all of it because it just not only did it stay brutal in Scream Five, but Scream Six is even more yes brutal like it just set the tone for this new what like again like we said we think a trilogy it's just gonna be like this it's a whole new world <laughs> oh jeez ah <laughs> uh, so good so good anyway I'm gonna puke. Um, but yeah i think even i think she's even wearing a white top in this opening scene, which mimics Drew Barrymore wearing a white top in the, I mean, it's the little details that make it. That's why, I mean, I know I put it lower. It's not that I don't like it. It's just because they did take the original, like you, we both said, and just made it modern and made it very, like, she's very dramatic in this. Like you feel her pain when Mm -hmm. she's getting stabbed in this. You're just like, how the hell did she live through this? Cause (laughs) Initially, you think she is dead, though. Right. Which was a good trick. We've never seen that where you think she's dead, but she's not. Like, that was a cool. You're like, oh, well, that's fun. Now you really know that you don't know what you're going to get into in a Scream movie. 100%. 100%. Because she, that, just when he slams her leg down and breaks her leg on the floor, and then all the stabs that she takes, it's like, but honestly, that also set the pace for like Scream 6. Because look, at this point, and I, I have a video, full video on this somewhere. I'm not going to remember to put the link up top. So go find it. But it's, uh, I think it was like three things that, something with Scream 6. But like, yeah. I, we do not know what constitutes a kill in a Scream movie anymore because mm-hmm. it's like Mindy Meeks in any other movie would be dead. Um, yeah. Her brother, uh, his name, why can't Chad. I remember? Chad. He w- should be dead. Would definitely be dead. Um, he should be dead. Tara, she should be dead. Tara should yeah. be dead. Kirby should be dead. Like, But they're not. And they're just, I don't know. It's interesting, but... But we're here know. for it, so dude, I'm totally it's fine. here for it, dude. <laughs> totally here for it. Did I tell you this? Maybe I did, but they actually took stabs out of that Chad scene. Like there were more. They took you a, did tell me they took some yeah. out because they thought it was like too over the top. And I'm like, well, cheesy Pete's like whatever you already had is over the top. Yeah, like it was already unbelievable. I can't imagine adding two more. You should have just done it. Like screw it. I mean, you're already there. It's already like unbelievable. But yeah. It's fine. We're we're still here for it. So 
I had a feeling this was going to at least be in your top three. Oh, you were right. Uh, I was right. I was right. Yes. One for me. (laughs) (laughs) My number two is Scream 2. And it's everything you said. The bathroom scene, I'll never forget watching that. And I did get scared. Like, even as a kid, I got scared of public bathrooms. And I could have sworn, I don't know if it was in Scream 2 or or where. Wasn't there another bathroom scene where Ghostface is hiding and pops out? That's in Scream 1. Nev is in the bathroom. That's when she's hiding. And then like she hears the girls talking about her. And then, yeah, he pops out later. So all these bathroom scenes, like, you, you don't think of a public bathroom as being scary until scream two and then her getting stabbed in the theater and people thinking it's part of the act or maybe a little gimmick for the movie it's opening night or it's like a special screening oh look at that we have a fake you know person dying up on stage like that's terrifying yeah like i could see that happen to someone because it's so crowded in there everyone's wearing a ghost face mask like you could potentially do that and that's really scary that nobody would believe you that's my fear with shit on halloween (laughs) like who's gonna believe you on halloween that is true that's very true i mean it's it's out there so that opening i never forgot i actually did rewatch it too before coming on here because i'm like i i remember watching this always being scared when i rewatched it in my marathon recently it's one of those beginnings that it always stayed with me. If I didn't remember anything else from that movie, which I do, but that in particular was very scary. The bath. I don't think that's very probable either. It doesn't matter. It's amazingly scary. It was well done. And I was like, oh my God, I'll never put my, not that I would do that. Like put my ear against a stall. Ew. Yeah. Um, but that made me really like, I'll just not be nosy. Lesson learned. Don't be nosy. That, <laughs> try to listen in i think it's improbable also that he could take a buck knife and shove it through a stall yeah. door but <laughs> it's still pretty darn cool it's amazing and it's really dark like it's filmed very dark because it's a movie theater you know the light even the bathroom lighting at a, the lighting in the bathroom at the movie theater can sometimes be a little dingy depending on where you're at like my regal is really scary in there i got i had to like film it one day and nobody's in there but like <laughs> The way the lighting looks, like it casts weird shadows. Yeah. It's like kind of dark. I'm like, somebody in here? Like somebody, anybody could pop out of that stall and that's it. It's game over. I think it's so. the least um, taken care of movie theater spot is the bathroom. Oh, yeah. But they should because it's a little scary in there for us horror folks. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> you. I love it this. when he walks in and the, all the urinals are full. It's like with yep. people with ghost face masks on. <laughs> yes. Like... Okay, well, I'll hold my pee. Like, I don't need to be here. That's if true. If I walked in. Like, the other thing also is how did he know he was going to go to the bathroom at that specific time? And how did yeah. he know he was going to be in that stall? And how did he know that he was going to be like he would listen in? Like, yeah. that was a good guess. It's a good guess. What if he stabbed him like on the cheek? Right. Or just stabbed and didn't hit anything. Yeah. And then he uh, could run away. And there went his plan. My rebuttal, because I've had that argument brought up to me before. My rebuttal to that is always, 
I don't know that he was planning on killing him in the stall. My assumption yeah. is he knew he was going to the bathroom and he was waiting in the stall for everybody else to clear out and then he was going to kill him or maybe pull him into the stall, but that's just the, okay. the opening that we got. That's fair. That's fair. So. Fine. But even then, like, it's just, it's iconic for me as well. It's very scary. Same thing. And it had great commentary again because she doesn't like the horror movie. He does. And then she got super into it. She did the typical, why are you doing that? You know, yep. so it's it's a great opening and when i had rewatched it a few months ago for scream six um i forgot that it was omar <laughs> epps and jada i'm like wow oh my yeah. god that's crazy they really got everybody like you said that was popular at the time and just put these celebrities in their movies that's what they Great. do that's what you have to do if you're in a screen yeah. movie although i think yep. has the newer ones have strayed away from that i think yeah, because in Scream 5, I mean, I she's popular now, but was she popular? Was Jenna Ortega already popular? I don't think so, because I distinctly right. remember when I found out she was going to be in it, I went and watched uh, the second Babysitter movie, which I never watched because Samara Weaving, which, spoiler, she actually is in it. I didn't realize she was in it, which she's a very small part, but I didn't watch it because why mm. would I? Um and then she's also has like a small part in you that she was pretty good in that. But yeah, for the most part, she's, I don't think she was, I th again, I think that that, yeah. that opening scene in scream is what pushed her to, to what she is now. And now I've seen, she's yeah. like a, I'm sure we'll talk about it on the news, but like she's a, a producer on the next season of Wednesday, which tells me, cause I don't yeah. know if you've watched any of it. We'll talk about it in the news. I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I didn't bring it up. Cause I'm my like, bad. yeah, we'll save it for my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. Stop <laughs> yelling at me, mom. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. All right, well this, I mean, this has happened I think before, but really we can, both of our number ones are the same. Ready? I'll let you do the honors. Cause I went first. It is the one the only scream with no number behind it with no well scream one if we want to <laughs> the og the original scream that is true because i technically scream five is scream correct so yeah let me say scream one the the original the OG. this was groundbreaking it was i mean it was and i know we talked about it in the ranking but having drew barrymore on the cover of this movie, Dead Center. Yep. Commercials. I remember the commercials. I remember <laughs> even radio commercials <laughs> at the time with her. Yeah. No one else. It was her. And to see this opening go the way that it went is just, I mean, it's like no other. I mean, granted, its own movie has tried to redo all these openings, but the original is just amazing. It has that home invasion, awful feeling. Yes. That is so real, um, brutal, scary, and just, I mean, it hits. It hits everywhere. It's shocking. It's shocking because, and I can yeah. only imagine, I already knew by the time this movie got to me, I already knew that she didn't make it out of it. And like, that was like the big talk, right? It was the, Oh, really? So wait, 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 wait a minute. So you watched this movie for the first time already knowing she died? Yes, because by the oh, time no. I saw it, it was already out. Like it was already, mm. um, I watched it at my friend's house. His mom had rented it from the IGA, dude, from mm. the IGA. 
and she had watched it and told us not to watch it, so we did. But like all the hype was already <laughs> around it. Like I had, oh. I already because 1996, I would have been what nine. Yeah, and by, by the time it came out, I would be like ten. So like I, I had already known that Drew Barrymore died. So I missed it, but I couldn't imagine going to the movies thinking Drew Barrymore is going to be like the lead, and because all the all the promotion, all the marketing was that this yeah. was her movie. She you know front and center, like you said, of the movie poster, and then she dies in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Like what? And she was like it back then. Yeah, she for, was for certain. It. For certain, because I mean, yeah. Nev Campbell wasn't the. In, in all honesty, I don't think Nev Campbell's as big as a star as all of us think that she is, just because we know her from this stuff. But like other yeah. people, probably wouldn't say that she is. But like she was definitely wasn't then. David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Jamie Kennedy, yep. like all these people. Really, Drew Barrymore was the the, the star that of that film, and she was in the first you know fifteen minutes or whatever of it but it's so yeah. good like just the the horror trivia that's in it like you can just tell it's like an an, an ode to horror and like that's scary dude somebody because that prank calling was very prevalent back then like that's what you did you did yes. it with your friends you did it you like, could. yeah so like it, it was scary because now i can see how it doesn't hit as hard because like it's just not something people do anymore at least i don't think um but like a question. To, to have that actually happen is insane yeah. to me. Like that, that. Could you imagine? Uh, no, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. That that particular opening, because I have that home invasion problem is or fear. It's mm -hmm. an honest fear like that. All, you know, her house is full of these fucking open windows, like a target at her. Like, yeah. hey, look at me. I'm here alone. Just look at me. Um. And it's just so well done. And I it's funny because as I was I, when I watched it as a kid and I watched it a lot, I think we talked about this. So I would watch this a lot on VHS. And as I got older, I watched it. Um, I actually because I hadn't watched Jason yet or any Friday the 13th. One of the trivias is who's the killer in Friday the 13th? And yes. she said, Jason. Nope, it's. Mrs. Voorhees and I was like, "What? <laughs> I didn't know." Spoiler oh alert! My God, spoiler <laughs> alert! And it's because of this movie that I tried that popcorn, the oh, one yeah. that she Jiffy tries. Pop. I don't have a, I don't have a gas stove, so it, I don't know, it, it wasn't as effective, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, I'm like, "Oh, that's it? Well, that was crappy." <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> that good, dude. Have you ever made actual popcorn like in a in a pot? I have not. Oh, dude, it's so good. Seth, I never had it either mm. until Seth and I became friends. And that's how his family does. Like, they grow their own popcorn. Oh. You, you, what? You, dude, you got to try. You can get a big-ass bag of it at the store for nothing. Yeah, dude, like, so yeah. use vegetable oil or olive oil, whatever, like, in your, uh, like, a big pot. Yeah. And, and then toss. Just... There's instructions, but you toss your um, <laughs> corn. It looks like little pieces of, like, corn kernels. You yeah. toss it in there. You let the oil soak it up. And then as the oil heats up, it just starts popping everywhere. It's wow. delicious, dude. Oh, I have to try that. I I always forget how good popcorn is until I have it, and I'm like, why did I? Why do I forget mm. about this amazing food snack? Not me, dude. I could be as full as I could ever be, and I'm still getting the large popcorn at the movie <laughs> theater. Like I want, I don't care. With butter. I don't care if I am not even hungry. I'm like, I want the large. I need layered butter. Don't cheat me out of my butter, sir. 
and I'm gonna eat. <laughs> likely, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. If unless, like, yeah. if I go with my like Abby and I will eat the whole thing. If it's just me with some friends and I have my own bucket, I'll like save like a quarter of it and bring it home to loose. But give yeah. me that I, popcorn. It's like dude. the minute I walk into the theater and I smell the pop, I'm like. Why do I always forget about this thing? Because I have them at home. I have, you know, the microwavable yeah. kind. But I just, I'm actually not a big snacker, which is mm, weird because I love food. But I just forget that it's there. It's not even in my, like, maybe I need to move it. Like, well, it's closer. also a snack you have to make, right? It's like a bag of chips. You grab a bag of chips and you can just right. eat them. Like a popcorn, you got to take out of the wrapper. You got to put yeah. it in the microwave. And then the other popcorn, especially, it takes even longer to make. But it is honest to God worth it because it's but delicious. But it's worth it. It's so worth it. I'll have to check it out. Maybe I will do that this weekend. Since we talked about this and my, that thing was so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I was so upset. I was like, oh, this movie made it seem like, wow. Yeah. Do the other version, but whatever amount of okay. oil it tells you to use, just use a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I'll send you a picture. Please do. Uh, completely <laughs> off freaking topic. But yes, I yes. agree. My my favorite opening is also Scream. Like it's, again, I would argue, I wouldn't even argue. I will solidify it. This is the best opening in movie. Like, take horror out of it. I think it's the best opening of a movie that I can think of, at least off the top of my head. And I am open to suggestions or arguments. I think I could probably out-debate somebody about this. But in my opinion, this is the best movie opening of all time. You know which, what the last element of, of this opening that's really scary and disturbing is... She's on the phone with her parents at yes. some point, right? Yes. And there's like nothing that can be done. And when they get home and they see their daughter just gutted yeah. from the from the tree, right? Like yes. that is so disturbing to put out there like that and just so raw. Like, yep. And we're showing it to you. We're showing you their expression and their daughter gutted, intestines. Nobody cares. This is it's out there. It is terrifying and it's so well done. And just that little extra ending, like I think it would have been different if they didn't finish it off with that. But that just like seals the deal of like, what are we getting ourselves into in this movie? This person is brutal, doesn't care and is literally hanging this girl on display. And the foreshadowing is so good because when the phone first rings and she answers it, the film actually cuts outside and you see the swing moving and the wind isn't blowing. So you know on rewatches that somebody was sitting on that swing. So he was sitting on that swing talking to her on the phone, watching her through the windows. Like So you see it. And then the even more like curdling part of that, blood curdling part of that is when he asks her, I want to know who I'm looking at, right? And she's like... You know what do you mean who you're looking at? Which tells you he's there. And yeah. earlier in the movie, like I don't know, two minutes earlier, you saw that swing moving when the wind doesn't blow. So you know he was watching her through the windows. They don't have curtains on any of their freaking windows or doors from that swing. And then, yeah, she's talking to her parents on the phone, like while they're in the house because they didn't call. They she they picked up the phone to call the police, and she still yes. had the phone on from where she was talking to Ghostface. And they can hear her stabbing, getting stabbed on the phone. And then they go outside and then she's hung up from the the swing that he had started this whole thing on at by sitting on that swing, which we saw earlier. And that's where the whole 
beginning of it ends up is at that swing. So it's like the foreshadowing is ridiculous in that scene. So yes, it's scary. It's brilliantly directed yeah. in my opinion, well-written and even better acted. And just the, the, the clip of when she looks up and the house is all smoky from that popcorn that she forgot to take off the stove. Yeah. The house is all smoky. The smoke alarms are going off and you see Ghostface for the first time and he's just running through the house and his like he's got the things behind his robe that's like flopping yeah. in the wind and they're flying behind him with him running. It's like that's scary. Yeah, because our slashers so far walk. Mm-hmm. Right? Up mm-hmm. until then, nobody's running. Everybody's yes. just a brisk walk or just a legit walk. Right. And here's this guy dressed in this really scary costume that to this day, I a few years ago, we I had a trick-or-treater. You know, they they rang the doorbell, I looked through the people, and it's a kid in a ghost face costume. And it I'm like, mm. Okay, I know it's a kid, but uh, you know, it's still scary because it's impactful. And this yeah. is what this movie has done. And now now I want to go rewatch it because I've never noticed the, the swing thing, but that that really adds that layer of vulnerability of home invasion. You don't know who's watching you when you're safe, quote unquote, safe in your house. No, thanks. Mm-mm. Get curtains, people. I don't understand. I have curtains curtains and blinds, dude. I have both. I just, there's no way. You're not looking in. No, no, thank you. Plus, it helps with heating and cooling. It's They're very efficient. There's a plethora of reasons you should have curtains and blinds, in my opinion, even though there's people that make fun of us for having both. Mm -mm. Sorry, you don't know if I'm here or not. You don't know if I'm here or not, Mr. Ghostface. Exactly. No, (laughs) or Michael or Jason, whoever. Nope. (laughs) You'll never know. So. They'll never know. But do you want to give a rundown of your scream openings from least favorite to favorite? Of course. So my number six is Scream 3. Oh, this is going to be hard. Remember, this happened last time. My yes. number five is Scream 5. My number four is Scream 4. Number three is Scream 6. Number two, Scream 2. <laughs> and number one, the original scream scream one you did a great job i'm very impressed with that rundown it was excellent (laughs) very excellent thank you my number six is scream four my number five is scream three nine my number four is scream six my number three is scream two number two is scream five and number one is the og scream one the original the one that started it all and in my humble opinion saved horror i can see that because until then where it was, was it? It was in a lull, dude. It was in the mid-90s. It was in a lull. 80s, you had the 80s craze. The 70s, everybody was getting spooked out. The 80s craze. And you had this lull in the 90s. Scream came in and yeah. saved it, dude. Nobody wants to hear me talk about that, though. I should have switched out the poster behind me to the Scream. Ah, oh, damn it. it we said that last time. <laughs> huh. Oh, well. I do have... Do we have time for a quick story? Of course. We, life is all about stories. Yes, of course we do. And the only reason is because it fits in this home invasion thing. Okay. All right. Wednesday morning, yesterday, I wake up. 6 a.m. I'm minding my own business, you know, getting up, making my coffee. So I have this, my bathroom is in between. It's in a little hallway in the house and two rooms are on either side of it. So the room to the left, it's the front room. It's 
this house is from 1930 something. So it's very old. The doors don't close well. So that door I have to latch mm. closed because I don't want the cats going in there. Well, it was open. Oh, no. Wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday morning and I had watched a horror movie the the night before so I'm going to the bathroom I'm still sleepy and all of a sudden I I see the door I literally was like oh my god oh my god why is this open like there's no why is this open <laughs> like so I went straight to two things there's somebody in here of course which is ultimately terrifying or number two it's a ghost because of course you know I'm I I like haunting, so maybe all these haunting movings have yes. conjured something. I, don't I mean, maybe. You never know. Straight to ghost. But I literally, I, I was really scared. Like, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is my worst nightmare <laughs> come true at six in the morning. Like, what do I do? This is when I need a dog. I'm like, See? oh, my God. Because <laughs> my cats are just walking around. I'm like, is there anyone here? Like, what So this doing? is the bathroom door or the front room door? The front room door. Okay. So I'm like, all right. All right. I grab my hiking stick. That makes sense. Because it's like a it's a big stick. Yes. And it's it's long enough that I can like poke yes. around. Naturally. I literally searched the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> I was late to work. I didn't care. I'm like, I am not getting ready until I look anywhere somebody can hide in this house. Is it like a two-story house or a one-story house? No, it's a one-story house. But like I checked closets everywhere. So what I, did you determine? My my theory is I might have not latched it correctly. Mm. And the cats, when they play, they like bump into the door. So I probably like... But I didn't think of that initially. I just went straight to like, this is a horror movie. Yeah, naturally. I love them, but I do not want this to happen. You love to watch life. them. You don't want to be in one. No, I do not want to be a final girl. I don't want to be a scream queen. Like, So this was yesterday? This was yesterday. I wanted to tell you, but I'm like, let me just save it. Dude. This. Yeah. I was I've, I like no like joking. I was really scared. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, because you never know. I mean, somebody could have broken into the window and then I'm thinking, oh, my God, somebody like was watching me while I was sleeping. I immediately went and checked like if anything was stolen too. I'm like, was there anything missing or out of place? No, nothing. That's why I'm thinking ultimately Mm. that it was that I didn't latch it right, even though I could have sworn I did. So the cats like bumped into it or it's a ghost or a ghost. It makes me think of that. um, um, I I see you movie or whatever. That's what it made me think of initially was the front dude. Uh, So our house, we've got, it's, it's, I don't want to sound like arrogant. Our house is pretty big. So there's places and that scares Abby. So there's places people could hide, yada, yada. So if we go somewhere, there's been, you ever just like had a feeling? Yeah. Like something's off. Yeah. So before I go to bed every night, I make my rounds around the whole house. I make sure all the windows are locked. I make sure the alarm is set. Uh, Yeah. Everything that needs to be done, right? Yeah. But there's been times I'm like, man, something just feels weird. So I'll even check. We have like coves under our steps, like like little like Harry Ooh. Potter coves. I'll like yeah. look and be like, mm, okay. And I'll even like the flashlight out and look. And it's like, yeah. no. Have I told you this story about when I found a blanket mm-hmm. and a pillow under it before? No. Oh, that's a good one. I'll have to, I'm going to save that for the patron um, <laughs> after or maybe before the next one. We're doing two episodes today, except for this True. one will come out 
after the other one, so it wouldn't make sense to do it. I want to tell you now. So I came down here and looked, <laughs> and I looked under the steps, and there was a, a a blanket laid out and a pillow under there, and I'm like, "What is going on, dude?" But they were oh, our no. blankets and our pillows, so like it was like something's weird. So. Yeah. I tell Abby, I'm like, what is, did you, have you looked under this? She's like, it's Lucy. She was like, went under there with a flashlight, was reading a book one day or something. And I was like, okay, right. that's, but like when, when I first saw it, it was like probably yeah. the same feeling you had when you realized your door was not latched and like, like stomach dropped out. Right. Yeah. 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 It's terrifying. Cause it then is. I also, that's, um, I did think of that movie too, because Right now, I have like a crawl space attic, mm. but to get up to it, like you'd need a ladder and yeah. get up there. But I mean, if you need something in life, you'll make it happen. And I'm like, maybe there's there's somebody living in here. Oh, my God. It's like that movie. Yep. Great. This is awful. Anyway, so I've determined that it was a latch. Out, mm. It was not latched. Okay. Or it's a ghost. If it's a ghost, please don't hurt me. <laughs> Or whatever, if it is. Like, okay. Well, I mean, I, would you rather it be a home invasion or a ghost? Which would you prefer? A ghost. Uh, uh. A ghost, because I can hope it's a friendly one, like Casper. That's true. Maybe it is. He's never messed with you or anything, so maybe it just right. forgot to pick up after itself that night. Maybe. I bet that's what it was. But, <laughs> dude, I'm with you. I would be terrified as well. I was. It was scary. So it's appropriate because every slasher movie, every like true crime, everything went through my head. And there you go. Real life horror going on in real life. <laughs> Sheesh, dude. Is there anything else yeah. you would like to say before we wrap it up? No, that was it. That was it. <laughs> you may you may have outdone my stories on this episode. I'm not going to have that. I'm going to have to make up a real good one for the next one. That's why I was saving it. I'm like, I have a story. I have a story. Uh, I appreciate it. And it's like it. horror related, so even better. <laughs> uh, well, real quick before we get out of here, I want to give a special thank you to all the patrons that give us their hard-earned money to listen to us talk about movies. It still blows my mind that people want to pay to hear this lovely voice that I have. I sit around and practice, Erica, because I want it to just be so great for people that, that listen. You know, That's what I want. I want people to hear it and be like, wow, that's a real nice voice. It's a perfect voice. Yeah. Well, uh, th- got thank it. You, thank you. Thank you. All you the patrons it. are getting hours of bonus content, exclusive episodes. They get uh, early access to episodes. They get first dibs on HMC merch. And there's some cool stuff coming up after the mid-season break in July. But a big thank you to Colette S., Matt B., Zach F., Rosalind, Vicky D., Brian Hathaway from the No Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D., Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin Ashley V., Mark and Brooke, my podcast on Elm Street, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks. Uh, that's it, dog. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Sounds like a ghost, dude.